Thank you all for joining us here again for the podcast. Uh, I'm excited about this one in particular because it comes full circle to emails that the school community was getting around Halloween where we could get our Smarties boxes to uh, school, which meant getting them out of our house, which was great. So I didn't eat them, but getting them to the grade six class. And now we're going to find out what they did with them, which I am super keen to find out. We are here with Jeremy and Izzy and Robert. We're going to talk about something called the Smarty Party. Jeremy, do I have the right name? Absolutely. Tell, tell us what the Smarty Party is, other than, getting, <laughs> other than getting the Smarties out of my house into your classroom. So the grade six class had this amazing opportunity at the end of our data management unit that just happened to line up with the week after Halloween really well. Um, we took donations, we brought in our own uh, boxes of Smarties, the, the little mini ones that you get when you're trick-or-treating. And we decided to answer some questions about exactly what's going on with, with the colors and the numbers of Smarties in these little boxes. Um, we were able to sort of bring all of our, all of the skills that we've gathered and learned and, and practiced and been tested on and actually put them to use in this really, really rich task that ended up involving, I think, over, over almost 3,000 individual Smarties, over 300 boxes of Smarties. It was um, a big undertaking for the class um, over a few lessons, um, but it was a lot of fun. And there was a fair bit of sugar consumed. <laughs> it's also a lot of data. Uh, and I always get the tense of data confused, but data. Um, and what what were the results? Maybe Izzy or Robert, like what were some of the results you found from the data sets? Izzy, go ahead. The results we found were that brown was the most popular smart color, closely followed by violet. And green had the least. So brown had about 14 point fourteen percent violet also had that, but a bit less in terms of the decimals. And then green had ten percent of them. Really, so guys, guys, where did red fall? Because when Jay and I were kids, um, and maybe Jeremy, I don't actually know where you fall. There was a very popular <laughs> commercial on TV. When you eat your Smarties, do you eat the red ones last? Do you anyway? So the and there was a whole jingle, and uh, the idea was that. I always thought red were the rarest and that's why you would save them till the end. I'm wondering where did Robert, where did red fall within the context of your data? And did you talk about red as a part of your hypotheses process? Um, I think it fell around the middle of the group. Right. Um, we actually watched the video you mentioned, which is pretty cool. A bunch of us were pretty surprised to see that Red fell in the middle, given what we watched. I wonder if the people that make Smarties would be surprised with the findings or if it falls within the range of what they're supposed to be with how many boxes? Izzy, how many boxes were there? There were, I believe, 320. I'm not 100% sure. Okay, that's a lot of boxes of Smarties. And I wonder if that falls within the sort of quality assurance range of what the candy company wants. Yeah, Robert. I'm actually curious because the smarty boxes we opened were very small. And I'm wondering if we had opened bigger ones, the results of red would have been different. Yeah, that is interesting. And I you don't know, eat the red ones last, but- 
I just remembered this and Jeremy, I should see if I can find it. But you know, a decade ago when I was teaching grade seven math and I taught this lesson in a grade seven math class, cause I actually think in many ways it um, might belong better there, but our grade sixes were so ready for it. There was like a universal data collector for smarty boxes. <laughs> You know, like this was something that you could do. You all of the data came from all over North America, and when a hundred thousand boxes had been opened or a million boxes had been opened, they started to see uh, what was the distribution of the data. I guess for me, and we can ask the kids more questions. Like I just love to hear our kids talking about data and like really thinking about big data. Can I ask actually ask a question, Izzy? You open. Tell me the process of of how it went. Did you open the box? I don't. I honestly don't. Spill them on a table, put them in a sh like. Is it? Were you doing Google Sheets? Like, how did you track what you were doing? Everybody opened their boxes, right? Whether you did it one at a time or opened them all at once. Um, I know I did it one at a time. You counted out all of the each smarty, like each color, and every person got twelve boxes. So we counted how many Smarties are there in that box how many, and how many of each color. We had a Google sheet of box one, box two, all the way up to box 12 columns. And then at the beginning of rows, we had the, all the colors of Smarties. It would be like, okay, box 12, zero greens, one pink, two reds. And then there was also under the colors, we also had the total number in the box. Now under that, we had a total number of Smarties. This was over a course of, um, I believe, three or four lessons, three. So we put them in the our data. Each person made like a, either, any kind of chart we could pick. So it could be a bar graph. It could be a pie chart. I, I love it. Robert, can I ask you a question? As you're putting together hypotheses of, of sort of your boxes or the aggregate data, like did it marry up with what you thought it would? Like did... Did, did the hypothesis marry what the actual findings were or were there things that were much different than sort of what you thought were? I can tell you what my hypothesis was. Sure. And it was sort of half correct. My hypothesis was that um, more natural colors like green mm. or blue and possibly even brown would be more popular. And then colors like either red or yellow or orange would be down on the ladder. Um, brown was actually the most popular. So I mm. thought that was pretty cool. I was definitely not expecting that because I actually got, my most was purple. In your 12 boxes, the most frequent was purple, but then when you got all of the boxes together, actually the most frequent data color was brown. Yeah, and that- So your data, even, even your set, your set of 12, which was your big set showed up differently than the class set. Izzy did a great job describing uh, the rows and the columns. Did you also build in- Equation? The equation, the equations or the functions within Google Sheets where you you know found the average from a formula. Yeah. That's the right word. Did you build your own formulas to look at the data? Yeah, I think there was a code mm -hmm. that was in Google Sheets. It might've been equals. Oh, you're trying to remember the exact code. Oh, that's brave. Equal, <laughs> average. Yeah. So it's equal, bracket, average. Tell me about what you were using these to do. What did it, how did it help um, us? We were using these to, first of all, add up the um, number of color smarties we got. And then once we got those, 
we took those totals into a setting in Google Sheets where you can create a graph with the data you've collected. And some of the graphs that we created were really cool. So well, if we hadn't been, had Google Sheets, right? What would, what, what would we have done? Like how, how, why, why was it so much better to do this on Google Sheets than something else? Because you can create so many different things and just um, like a click of a button. I'm sure if we did this on paper, many people would have done pie charts, which people did, but there is a much bigger variety of different things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Izzy, can I ask you a question? What was the best part of the lesson from your perspective? From my perspective, it was probably, to be honest, I forgot a step in it, which was eating the Smarties. (laughs) (laughs) To eat six boxes one day and six boxes another. Oh gosh, Izzy. (laughs) Listen, I had like eight boxes of Smarties and not even, and been completely fine before. (laughs) Robert, what was the best part for you? The best part for me was actually before we got them because everybody was like so hyped up and really excited. We we're all talking about what we were gonna do. You do it by yourself or in partners? We did it by ourselves, but there's people who sit next to us. This also, uh, I'll bring in a, cult, a pop culture reference. Um, I am really into rewatching The Office just all the time. Do you guys ever watch The I Office? Yeah, so. There's a there's a scene where Michael Scott, the boss, um, is sitting with Oscar, who is the accountant, and they're going over Michael's finances. And Oscar is looking at a it's a Google Sheet or a, a Microsoft Excel, and and Michael is just flabbergasted that there is this technology that exists. And the truth is that it is really important to obviously learn the the theory and the practice of what you're doing, and to learn how to use Google Sheets or Excel uh, similarly. And so you and the grade six class and and I assume the grade seven class and the subsequent grades in the school are well prepared for real life on this exact front because not a day goes by where uh, I don't use a Google Sheet and uh, also looking for the right formulas and how to use them and how to organize the data as Izzy talked about and how to build the formulas as Robert talked about is critical. So Jeremy, that's really good. It's always nice when, when somebody echoes what I tell them, just that, <laughs> that confirmation. Part of what I, we hope to do in our math class is give the students tools that they can go out into the world and leverage. The reality of being able to gather small samples together and work together to build up into samples that you know, rep, are, are representative of a population, you know, is the work of social scientists. That's what they do, right? The realities of, of working through a spreadsheet in order to produce meaningful data is what you know, so many industries are built on and, what, and how so many adults manage their own personal finances. We, we, you know, we, we do a personal finance unit for these reasons, right? We do this work so that our students can really feel the the power of what we do in class and that it doesn't get reduced to abstraction. Um, It it really makes a a difference and it drives what we do and it builds that excitement. Yeah, I'm excited. I I am honestly surprised. My hypothesis going into it, if we had talked about Smarty Parties, was that brown would actually be the least popular color. And now I know that it's actually not. I wonder if it's because it looks like chocolate. I think it's because it's the cheapest to create because it takes all the pigment, the leftover pigments. 
so that ultimately we could extrapolate this all into a lesson about industrial economics. But we're gonna we're gonna hold here, Jay. We're gonna hold here. It's a little bit like when you put all the paintbrushes in the water to wash them. It turns yeah, yeah, into exactly. Light. Turns into exactly. a brown smarty. You got it. Well, uh, Amy, if I may, I'd like to thank Jeremy and Izzy and Robert for sharing sure. the Smarty Party lesson with us, sort of how they approached it, what they learned, the takeaways, the hypothesis, and for giving us information that Brown uh, was the most, 14%, a little bit less than that was violet, green down at 10%, and red the lowest percentage, I think, which all is surprising information, but I'm glad we know it now from your grade six class. Maybe one day we'll do a school-wide Smarty Party and uh, and see what happens if we were to school-wide collect boxes. So Jeremy, let's see if next year we can make this even bigger than just grade six. Love it. Sounds like a plan. <laughs>